back to another episode of Outrun Gamescast. As always, I'm your host, Jose, and this is your co-host, Ryan. What's up? <laughs> and today, Ryan, we are talking about Hades, Nier, and our favorite... Wow. And our favorite Mario games. Uh, let's jump into Hades, Ryan. What do you think about yes. it? Yes. Oh, man. This game is so good. I'm sure everyone out there knows because everyone in the industry is losing their minds about this <laughs> game. Everyone's posted about how great it is, and for good reason. It's, uh, it's a fantastic game. Um, I'm really interested to hear your takes on it because I think you're kind of like me. You're not really big into roguelikes or anything like that, right? Hell this no. isn't really your kind of jam. Although... I have uh, Hollow Knight, Children of Morta, um, uh, Hades. I feel like I have like another roguelike somewhere. Um, well, Hollow Knight's a Metroidvania. It's not a roguelike. Oh. That's more Metroidvania. That's not like, yeah, that's all just one big map. Oh. That's wait, okay. okay, so wait, what would you call Ori? It's a Metroidvania. Rogue, like, roguelikes are like where you're just doing these runs into a dungeon and it's kind of, you know, it's uh, manually generated, procedurally generated, excuse me, and it's different every time, but you're just kind of seeing how deep you can get. So, like, Rogue Legacy is a roguelike. Hey, you go in, it's a quick run. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why is my mind being blown right now? I don't know. Dead Cells is a roguelike. It's, you start, you're going through this dungeon, it changes every time the different enemies you're facing and you're just trying to see how deep you can get into it it's not like oh i now have a double jump so i'm going to go back here and explore this area it's not one big map it's constantly changing oh. this is great podcasting great content <laughs> <laughs> all right whatever anyway hades i hate these type of games right i hate both i hate both i hate i was gonna say do you know metroidvanias okay um i i just don't no, I don't. I just don't really like that. I don't know why. Right? It does really nothing for me. Although I do like Hollow Knight. I just haven't finished it, and I'm probably not going to go back and touch it. Um, I get. I guess I get like bored quick, you know. Um, but Hades, there's something about this game. Um, maybe like the excellent voice acting, or the art style, or just how tight the controls are. But um, this game is like blowing me away. I love it. It's addicting, and I don't feel like I'm cheated when I die. Um, I feel like it's like definitely a mistake I did. Um, and then having to start all over, it's it doesn't. It's not bad. I don't feel like I'm being punished for it. Right. So I'm the same way in regards to roguelikes. I don't really generally like them anyway. I do have Metroidvanias, but I don't want to bring that up and start confusing you more. So, <laughs> um, again, Hollow Knight's not a, a roguelike, but that's Whatever. okay. <laughs> but um, so I think one thing that's what's so cool is this is a game that a genre neither of you, me or you, care about, but we're like super into this game. So that's always exciting and just cool to see that a genre can still grab us by being unique. Um but yeah, everything you said, I agree with all that completely. We're going to kind of get a little deeper into the stuff we've come across in the game so far. But um, this one is, it's is it super massive games? The, the super, guys that made super giant, super giant, massive giant. They're all <laughs> synonyms here. Um, <laughs> so, you know, they made Bastion and Transistor and Pyre. Did you play any or all of those games? I before played this one? like an hour of Bastion. I played probably 10 minutes of Transistor and I did not touch fire 
Okay, typical Jose numbers. Gotcha. Typical. Okay, so <laughs> I I played all of Bastion. I loved Bastion. I I also only played like an hour or two of Transistor when it was free on PS Plus many years ago, and I wasn't quite feeling that one. And I didn't play Pyre, but the more I hear it, sounds like it's a really cool game. It's just yeah. if it was on the Switch, I'd probably be all over it. But um, but obviously these guys, you know, they make quality games, so that just kind of is more apparent here in Hades. I think one thing that immediately grabbed me is just the Greek mythology stuff. I'm such a sucker for Greek mythology. You know, see God of War, uh, the game formerly known as Gods and Monsters. Um, you know, Hercules, the Legendary Journeys with Kevin yeah. Sorbo. Did you watch that sweet show back in the 90s? Were you uh, all over that Kevin <laughs> sorbo I did not. I, I mean, I've seen a few episodes here or there, but I'm just... Wasn't a fan. Man, if Same only he was Zena. in this game. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's neat. That's okay. But all my Kevin Sorbo heads out there, we hear you. We're here for you. Let's uh, let's just remember how great that show was. But no, I just I, I love how you're constantly meeting different Greek gods and just different characters, kind of in Greek mythology, yeah. and I think that's a really cool touch. But again, going back to the roguelikes, I think the reason I don't like them, probably something similar to you, is most of them. Um, Again, it's like, kind of like a Spelunky, I think. That's kind of another one that'd be like a roguelike, where it's like, this is your run. How far can you get? Okay, cool. Now start all over again. Nothing carries over. Nothing's permanent. You're not gaining any experience. Just you're learning to play the game and learning the tricks to get deeper and deeper. It's almost like a kind of like a version of kind of high score chasing, which is something I just have no interest in. Yeah. It's also a reason I don't really like multiplayer games because I guess nowadays you kind of you are getting experience, but. It's just not really... I, I like knowing I'm making progress with my character. I'm getting stronger. I'm learning new skills and moves and stuff. So I think that's what makes this game so special is that you are doing stuff to kind of permanently increase you know, things around you, your character, your skills, your yeah. kind of stats and stuff. That's what makes it so exciting for me and makes me want to keep coming back to do another run and another run and another run just to keep getting that experience it's like constantly a grind but it's a fun grind to go deeper and deeper and see how far you can get yeah no it definitely is i um like i said before i don't feel cheated out of a death right i'm i feel like maybe like i dodged into somebody or i i dodged into the line of fire something like that i didn't i maybe used my special too early and got or sometimes i just feel like i'm being like super cocky and i'll just like dive in head first to like a group and be like yeah i can take this group out and then like i step on the spiky floor and die um, most right. of my deaths have been from a damn spiky floor, um, especially the beginning, just because I'm like dodging around and I'm, I'm moving fast and I feel like I'm like badass, right? And then like I just dodge and land on the floor and I'm like, damn it. Um, so yeah, no, I mean the uh, the controls, they're super tight, right? Like no, no lag, no... Uh, no like it doesn't feel floaty right like everything feels like it has weight behind it i guess um uh damn it i just lost my train of thought <laughs> <laughs> shit uh okay no what is your uh favorite weapon that's a very hard question because i feel like it changes every time okay so let, let's talk about the weapon so i remember when i first started you have this you assume the sword's going to be like the best one because it's a sword and those are usually awesome i think so far from what i've played the sword might be the worst weapon what <laughs> i suck with the sword oh, I, I suck so hard <laughs> so have so i i think i've unlocked um i think i have five weapons five or six weapons i've unlocked so far how many do you have okay so i got the sword Right, you got the bow and arrow, probably. I got the bow and arrow, 
And okay. what's that other one next to the sword? It's like that. Um, you got the shield the and a spear. Okay, I don't have the shield. I have the spear. Okay, so I can say without question, the spear is my best weapon because that's the only one I've used. I've gotten to Elysium, the third area, twice, okay. and both times were with the spear. So when I'm playing, it doesn't feel like the best weapon, but it's the one I've obviously gotten the farthest with. So I don't know if I just had better boons, but um, I've made it to Elysium twice, and both times were spear. And sword, I think I barely scraped into the second. So Asphodel is the second area, like the lava. Yeah, fire that's so, so how many runs did it take before you got past <laughs> Tartarus? <laughs> I am going to say more than five, less than ten. Okay. Somewhere in okay. there. So... I felt like I got on my second run. I got past Tartarus um, with the bow and arrow. Mm -hmm. So I, you start with the, sh the sword, and then you go back or whatever. And then I bought the bow and arrow, and I got past Tartarus that time. And I was like, "Holy shit! That felt like a major victory to get that far that fast." I don't know if a lot of people do that or not, but that was pretty sweet. So um, yeah. So the second time with, but I think that one specifically, the fury that you fight to get out of Tartarus. It's just easier to beat her with the bow and arrow because you can just kind of spam her from far away. Yeah. Um, so, so you've got you know you got each weapon kind of has two attacks, right? The main and the special, and then you've got that magic attack, the call, where you're throwing those red kind of blood orb yeah. things at people. So that is that's what's up. The red the call attack. So I don't know how many you have. You can upgrade that to where you can carry more. Okay. They just, you know, if you throw one, it gets stuck in that enemy and it's stuck in them until you defeat them or until a certain time elapses and then you can throw it again. So I think I've upgraded to where I have three or four of those at oh, one. Wow. I think I have three at once. But this current run I'm doing right now, actually, where I'm in Elysium with the spear, I have a couple boons that added more. So I have six of those. Dang. <laughs> so I can start an encounter just fucking whipping them out <laughs> like, like crazy. And I just keep throwing six of them out there and they're, and they're just fucking wasteful. I'm not even really having to use the spear that much. I just keep killing things with the call. So that's kind of my tip is any boon that can increase the strength or whatever of the call or how many you get or how quickly they come out of enemies is that's a game changer right there. So, um, yeah, cause I yeah, definitely so, only have one. Oh man. But so, I'm just like swinging my sword. Like I'm going in there like a crazy person. Right. So I think one thing to tell you is the sword seems to be the weakest weapon I've done so far. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so, you know, the sword, yeah, the spear is good. I like the shield surprisingly, cause you can, you can hold it to block so okay. you can basically defend yourself and you're not just holding to block you're also kind of charging up your attack to where you can drive through them so the when i'm going deep in these dungeons the main thing i'm looking for is those keys yeah because the keys unlock the weapons and they actually unlock more skills you can use your experience for as well to to beef up so anytime i'm getting those doors i'm choosing the key every time because i want as many weapon options as possible to, to really dive deep into these things um but what so what it sounds like the sword is your favorite weapon by default <laughs> <laughs> yeah by default i just i like like that is my go-to weapon in any game is a sword if i can so um i definitely love the sword i'm like you know what let me just focus on this one and get good at it i did try the spear once died like on the second room or whatever and i was like f this um i did the bone arrow i think i got maybe i got i got further than i did with the spear but again it to me it's just it, it just wasn't like 
I like to be up front. You know, I like to be in the thick of it. I don't like to like just hang out on the sides and shoot from a distance. So mm-hmm. I kind of like let myself die on that one. I was like, I'm going back to the um, <laughs> to the sword and got my sword and that's it. And I mean, it the first boss, the first Tartarus boss, she was hard with the sword. Um, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I guess I have a gaboon that when you kill like the ads, you get like a uh, life back health. Mm-hmm. So that like saved me numerous times because i was like one like one hit away from like being like wrecked and so like i just like started dodging killing the ads and then like got my life back and just like attacked her but the sword is my uh choice for sure okay i think the problem with the sword is you take so much damage because there's no like long range attack other than the call so it's hard when you start getting later in levels and there's so many enemies and you just you really you have to kind of be more strategic in how you fight them so you might want to start practicing with other yeah. other weapons well, i mean i've been try, try the bow yeah i mean i've been really trading off every single run i choose a different weapon and i've kind okay. of been going in order and it just they all feel so different which is cool it just makes it feel fresh every time um again some work better than others there's so i don't know if you've come across this yet so you You've only just made it to Asphodel this one time, you're saying now? The lava, the second area? Yeah, so, uh, like, it's, it's like sidebar. Like, obviously, I'm paying Persona 5. I'm trying to finish uh-huh. that. So, um, I took, like, a quick break from uh, Persona. Uh, did the the Tartar's boss. I think it was, like, yesterday, maybe. It was either Friday night or yesterday. And then um, I got on the little boat. Uh, I guess like you know to to start the second area and then that's when I just put my switch to sleep because then I jump back on to um, Persona so I haven't touched it since like last night okay gotcha because there's something in in that second area I think they call it a witch's circle okay where there's like these three or four enemies that literally just shoot like ten purple fireballs at you all at once so the entire screen is basically fireballs and you can't get close to them unless you have a boon that can block things so i i went there with my sword and they fucking destroyed me because i couldn't get anywhere near them because it was just purple fireballs all over the screen and i couldn't get close to them and they just i had like full health getting there and they just murdered me so if you have the (laughs) if you got the bow and arrow you can at least try to pick them off slowly (laughs) and hide behind pillars and stuff so yeah, so I mean, it's it's good. You should probably start experimenting with more than just the sword. I'm the same thing. I usually am all about swords, but again, it's it's really a credit to this game where each weapon has its own you know pros and cons that are just really like the spear. If you throw it, you know sometimes when you throw it, it gets stuck and you have to call it back. Yeah. But then when you call it back, you're basically getting a backstab every time, so you're hitting it from behind for more damage. So you can just keep hitting that X back and forth to keep throwing it and get that backstab damage. Um, you know, a lot of it depends on what you're doing with the boons and how you're setting up your run. You know, again, anytime I get a boon, it, I'm usually focusing on my call because that is the one that seems to do the most damage. And it just, if you have, again, a couple of those, you can really add up the damage on these things. Yeah, um, I definitely need to check that out for sure. Yeah. But one thing I, I really like once you clear an encounter is how when there's two doors and you get to pick kind of what reward you're looking for. Yeah. I really enjoy that. I think that's that's really cool that you get to decide well i'm trying to upgrade the house so let me get some jewels or i really just need more experience so i can level my person my character up and and all that stuff so i really like the kind of choice they're giving you in the game for sure um yeah no for sure like uh definitely the keys are like my first priority 
And then um, what's the... I know there's jewels, and then what's the other one that I've seen? Well, you can get coins to spend at the shop. Okay, yeah. Uh, with Karen. And then there's... Um, I don't remember his name. It's like Sisyphus or something. The dude with the boulder that's like stuck to the boulder who he'll give you oh, yeah. uh, kind of a, <laughs> uh, an upgrade to something. And what's cool is each area has a different character you go see. So he's the one in there. And then the next the, – in the fire area in Asphodel, there's a different character with that – behind that kind of exclamation point door that gives you, again, bonuses to health or experience or something. Um and then again, you can choose the boons from specific gods and, and just kind of try all those different things. But I just love kind of how you can tailor it to your play style with all the different boons you're kind of doubling, tripling up on sometimes. Yeah. No, I think that is cool because, I mean, it, it's everybody's going to have a different run or a different playthrough and a different mm-hmm. style. So I do think that's cool. Um, definitely gives you some options. Um, I really like that. Right. So... What's funny is I think my favorite part of the game is once I die, going back to the main area where you can talk to each character again and, again, level up more and just get more interaction with, you know, Achilles or, um, you know, Hades. And and I get to go pet Cerberus. (laughs) It's just so it's just so funny how. Like I, I'm pissed that I die, but at the same time, oh, I get to do all that again and just explore again and see what more stuff. Because they keep just as for me it, when the game seems like maybe it's getting a, like a the hint of repetitiveness, they throw something else out to you. You know, like it's oh now this area is unlocked and you can start you know building stuff down in the dungeons that help you out. Like you can use the jewels to get like specific rooms that will show up in the dungeons to kind of yeah. boost your health or stuff like that. Or oh now you can you have the you can get that nectar and i can give gifts to each character and they're going to give me another it's almost like an accessory you can equip to help yourself with the run like i gave one to cerberus and they gave me this um necklace i can wear that adds like 35 health or something to my run going down into the dungeon so it's just it's constantly adding stuff you're constantly getting kind of little story beats as well uh it's just it's so cool it's it's just really satisfying it's a really great great game man yeah it is um and the, uh, I think I said before, the voice acting is like perfect. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah. like, I normally, I because I, I read faster than I listen to these things, I normally want to skip yeah. some. Hey. The little animation for Hold each on. of them, the little, the little cartoon. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, and I said before, the uh, voice acting, I think, is like perfect um, in this game for sure. Oh, it's so good. Normally, I'd be tempted to just read the text, but yeah. here I, I want to sit back and listen to it. It's just, it's so good. <laughs> and every time you meet a new character, it's just so exciting to see who else is going to be, how do they kind of tie in to this specific version of kind of the Greek, Greek mythology. Um, for sure, it's Definitely. it's so good. So, again, kind of talking about roguelite. So, the only roguelite besides this I really loved was Rogue Legacy. Did you ever yeah. play any of that? I did. Um, it's, it's on Switch, right? I think it is now, yeah. I played on the Vita. Okay, it was like a perfect Vita game, which would make it a perfect Switch game. Yeah. If it's on Switch, which I think it is, I have played it. I do have it. Um, I played a little bit, and then I was like, okay, on to the next game. Like, again, the, these games, I don't know. I mean, that's why I like RPGs or just anything with like a good story or anything with a good hook. I know Rogue Legacy has that hook where like you die, and then, okay, that will carry over or something. You, you, your money carries over to buy the, like the next character, right? Or the upgrades to the next character? 
Yeah, you you buy you can basically you're essentially it's like the way they show it in the game is you're building up kind of this castle, but it's like different skills and you know you increase your health, increase your strength, stuff like that. The kind of cool twist in that game is every time you die, you're you're basically coming back as another ancestor okay. from your family tree, and they each and I think it gives you like three options. Each have weird things like one might be colorblind, so the That's screen right. is black and white. Um, one might be like dyslexic, so like up and down or reversed or something like that so um, that's kind of the cool twist on that game but it is again it's more you're doing these quick runs you're getting experience in gold and you're kind of constantly getting better and better and you're also getting better at the game as you're doing it what's different with that one is that's 2d kind of back and forth where this is kind of you know the top down version or visual so it's more 3d on this one but um, I would say those are really the only two roguelikes I really enjoy and really have even played like i know dead cells is a huge hit on the switch i never played it because it just looked like a a roguelike that i didn't really care about i probably should give it a try because people do love that game but um i think did you ever play darkest dungeon i did not did not i I think that's also like a rogue like but it's like an rpg roguelike which sounds interesting but i've already been always been too afraid to play because i think it's supposed to be really hard (laughs) but but okay, well, either way, it's we're not into roguelikes, but we I think it's safe to say we highly recommend Hades to anyone just who likes video games. Definitely, yeah, I recommend it for sure. Oh, it's so good, and <laughs> one day you'll get to level three Elysium, and, and it'll be a great day for you. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I'll probably uh, I'll probably try some tonight after the podcast. Um, yeah. Get get some get some Hades in and then go back to Persona. It's just I'm, Persona is so long and I need to finish this before the next gen comes out. So that's my focus. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Oh, man. Um. All right. And it looks like we're gonna move on to near. Yeah, wow. I wanted to give you an opportunity <laughs> to have a neargasm on the podcast and just go <laughs> balls to the wall and yes. just uh, you know. Just let us know what what you were excited about with what they announced. At you the still Tokyo have not Game played Show. Automata, correct? I have not played Automata. No. First of all, go get it. It's only <laughs> thirty bucks. Um, <laughs> right now, it's on sale. Is it's obviously it's my favorite game. Everybody knows this, um, right. but uh, yeah, they finally announced the release date for the remake of the first game or remaster, whatever. I I guess mm-hmm. it's kind of like a. It's a little both. Um, right. It's coming out fucking April 23rd or 24th. Um, a lot farther than what I thought, but not as far. Um, I am going to get it on Xbox instead this time. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, it is going to be like a cross whatever it is, uh, backwards compatible, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, says it right on the box of the Nia Replicant um, box art. Sony, it just says PS4. There is no mention of PS5. So I'm not taking my chances on getting it on PS4 and then I'm stuck playing it on PS4. Um, I'm super excited for this. I'm not getting the collector's edition, even though I'm a huge fan. It's just that it's just stuff that I know is just gonna sit on my shelf and just collect dust. Or, you know, if my dogs get it, I'm gonna be pissed if something gets chewed so i'm just gonna stick with the game i'm super 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 excited for it so this takes place before 
automata? Yes, like 10,000 years before. Oh, geez, okay. Yeah, it's something like that. It's, it's like, it's crazy, the story. It's, <laughs> I would, we would have to do a, a separate episode just on near alone because this is how involved it is. Fair enough. Well, so I did see there's like that toke there's like that Japan sale on the PlayStation right now and I did see Near on there yes. and I was like, "Oh, look, it's the game of the year edition." But then I look closer and it says it's the game of the Yorha edition? Yes. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it's the it's it's it, it is the game of the year edition, so it is going to include the DLC, but Yorha is this pretty much like organization in Automata. No, that's not okay that they called it that. I've called the police. I've let them know what this this crime has been committed, and they need to go to whoever makes near and arrest them or make them change the name because that's absurd. You just need to play this game. I know you don't like platinum (laughs) games like this, like the battle, the fighting, um, but you should definitely give it a try. And it's not – it's just – it's like twin stick bullet hell. It's it's 2D. I mean they're constantly changing it up. That, I think that's why one of the things I love so much about this game is that it it's going to constantly switch things up on you when you're getting comfortable. Um, mm. And really, to get like the full—I mean, to get the full story, you have to play it like at least three solid times. But you're going to see three different viewpoints, um, and I think that just alone is uh, pretty good. Yeah. So I, 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 yeah, the fact that platinum games really just isn't my jam. Like I enjoyed some of astral chain but yeah. as it kept going on i was like all right i'm ready for this to be over i mean i do like it's not platinum but um like i do like a lot of the devil may cry games which is kind of similar in battle i yeah. feel like but i probably just need to watch some video reviews just to understand what the hell this game is if you before i <laughs> so <laughs> yeah if you watch apparently to me i feel like near is having like this renaissance or whatever where yeah. everybody's now just going back to it and then realizing how good of a game it is um, nowadays versus like you know it, it, I mean it got good reviews in t- 2017 but I, I don't know maybe other games are coming out and people are just more like focused on that or, and near to me is, is still like it's so niche that I don't feel like it got like the attention it needed but now like obviously like three years later everybody's like oh wait this game is actually good it is you know what I mean it, it is deeper the story I mean it, it's it, it's a great game uh I I think like especially if it was like free like if it would just happen to be like on the um like a, a PlayStation Plus game for a month or whatever I would say like jump mm-hmm. on it because it's it's literally that good <laughs> I'm telling you like the battle system is just so fast and fluid that I mean it's just I mean I played the game enough to get like the true ending you know so obviously I, I liked it for a reason right I mean it's it's so weird because I feel like you don't really like super action combat games but you're obsessed with this game it makes me nervous that it's like a cult or something this feels like a jonestown situation and i'm afraid to start it and like be inside your cult now and that makes me nervous but again i because you love it so much it's i am tempted to see just what the fuck this game actually is um but I don't know. I'm still afraid of it. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. I was like, I'm tempted to like buy like the disc right now because the disc is on sale, like just to have like for collectors because I have sleep digital. with it at night. Yeah, just just cradle it close and <laughs> <laughs> just tuck it in at night. <laughs> right. I mean, it won't be a game if you haven't bought it three different times. So, that's fair. <laughs> you, dude, I was almost 
almost expecting uh, Automata to be like announced or Switch because I would have been all over that. Oh um, man, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be great. It's <laughs> it is on Xbox as well, so um, oh. yeah. But it's great. Replicant is coming out April, and then the uh, phone game, which I'm not uh, like. <laughs> I fucking hate mobile games, and yeah. it's yeah. I will play it because it's near. Um, I'm not really having too much faith into it, you know, but from what it looks like, it looks like it's kind of like side scrolling or whatever. And then it looks like the battle system is turn based um, from what I saw, uh, which would kind of like make sense to go with the phone. But again, it's something I'll download. I'll try for a little bit. But again, I'm not a mobile gamer except for Among Us. But that's a whole different story. Right. Fair enough. (laughs) Well, I I think kind of going back to the sony japan sale for a public service announcement uh strider the game i think it's a ps that's a p it was on ps4 it was early ps4 yeah, game was. 2d kind of metroidvania that game's three dollars on sale right now oh wow that game is fresh to death so people need to go if i can buy it because <laughs> it's fantastic that game's so good it's so good really yeah it's three dollars again it's a metrovania so you might not like it but um it's it's really fun 2d combat you're like a ninja you're just getting a different like kind of skills to explore the map more it's it's so good though that game's fantastic um i also saw resident evil 3 remake is down to 30 dollars yes and i'm kind of wavering on that we both loved re2 remake right we were all about that game very good three from all accounts is more actiony than kind of survival horror-y so that makes me a little more hesitant to play it because i really just loved in two remake exploring every room in the mansion or i'm sorry in the police station um kind of checking the boxes and clearing all those rooms slowly going through you know shooting zombies when i needed to um with it being more actiony that kind of has gives me pause i'm less excited to try it yeah and 30 even though it's half off still seems a little high because i know it's super short too i feel like 20 might be the magic number on that one so i probably need to to go nay on that one just wait a little longer for a better sale yeah for sure i'm and especially right now like i'm not really (laughs) buying much because next gen is right around the corner so it's kind of like okay i didn't i didn't catch you this generation i'll maybe see you next year or you know but <laughs> that's it it's right done. i mean I, that's the first time i looked at a sale in a very long time i just i saw japan so i'm thinking oh jrpgs might be out there and oh, then i are. did see <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah I'm, I'm gonna hold off on that for for similar reasons so nice okay cool anything else you want to say about near before we thankfully move on truck what <laughs> try <laughs> near it, it's it's worth the 30 dollars Okay, That's I'll look into say. it. That's all I'm gonna say. I'll look into it for you, for you. Please do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, I know now we kind of wanted to one more section we wanted to talk about. Um, so, before we get into that, you've you've purchased the Super Mario 3D All Stars. You've kind of dabbled in each of the games. You want to give some quick thoughts on how it feels to have it on the Switch in it your feels- life? Excellent, right? Um, I really wish Mario Galaxy 2 was on this collection. I I didn't play that one, so I would have loved to have it just to have it. Um, it's great. It's great. I like <laughs> I like these Mario games. I'm not so much on the spinoffs. Just like anything, like I know Rabbids was good, um, but again, I don't I don't know. I just for some reason it's just like just straight Mario games are the games that I like. 
Um, mm-hmm. So like Mario 64, Sunshine, I never got to play, so I am playing it now. Um, it's pretty cool. It's not as bad as what everybody um, says it is. It's I very it's... divisive. A lot of people love it. A lot of people <laughs> hate it. Yeah, I just don't understand. I mean, maybe it's because I didn't play the uh, GameCube version. So it's kind of just like, okay, this is this is what it is. You know, it's, so to me, it's not bad. Um, uh, what's the uh, Galaxy? Galaxy's good. I liked it. I played it on the Wii when I had one. Um, I never finished it on the Wii. So it'll be like, I, I know I got like halfway through. So I feel like it'll be, it'll be fine at the end you know like it'll be just like a typical mario game right i didn't buy it at a protest because i also did not play galaxy 2 and i really wanted mario galaxy 2 that's why i'm protesting so i'm i have not bought it i mean i know this is going into the nintendo vault or whatever come march so we'll see once like february rolls around um if i give up and just and give in and buy it but i guess i was watching a video review um just to kind of try to make a decision if i wanted it or not just yeah. to you know so i i'm seeing the mario 64 stuff and i love the game when it came out but i don't know that i have the desire to go back and play it now and then i'm watching the sunshine i'm like that's okay and then galaxy it was getting me excited again because that game is so fantastic but then yeah. i was like I don't need this right now. And there's no Galaxy 2, which is what I really wanted. So my protest continues. I'm all by <laughs> myself in the street here. I'm the only person that didn't buy it, it seems like, because it's selling like gangbusters. But um, no, nah, that's okay. Dude, Not I was at Target right this morning, and they had like six copies of this game. Really? Yes. I thought it was sold out everywhere. <laughs> uh, apparently not at Target. Um, wow. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, but, um, I mean, it's it's fine. Like, uh, Mario 64, obviously, it's a game that shows its age. Um, here's the thing. My expectations were it's a port. It's a port of 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy. Obviously, mm-hmm. with, like, some updated, like, speed or, like, you know, maybe just to get it to HD, like, base HD. But I wasn't expecting anything. And apparently, from what I've read, I thought... It looked like people thought this was a remaster or a remake, which... Oh, that's stupid. Like, yeah, nowhere (laughs) did it say it was a remaster or a remake. It was literally a collection of ported games, you know? Like, if Nintendo was going to remake or remaster Mario 64, I think it would be a way bigger deal and would not be part of any collection. They would get the full 60 on that one game alone. Um, Right. You know, and I mean... Yeah, I, I just assumed it was like okay, it's a it's a port of an old game. Um, so yeah, I mean I like it, I enjoy it. Um, I think these are some top tier Mario games. Odyssey is another great one. Um, so yeah, nice. I really enjoy the collection itself. Good. Well, let's transition from there into more Mario talk. <laughs> so we wanted to rank our top five Mario games kind of this is just mainline mario games is kind of what we went through so no spin-offs like you know the mario kart or smash brothers or to your point mario rabbits which is the fantastic game um so we'll start this well, well I, it sounds like you already failed and didn't couldn't come up with five i couldn't games in your list so your top five is already a frowny face because you couldn't come up with five so well okay so obviously this isn't like zelda i'm guessing for you just like for me it's this you know zelda is top tier you know one of the greatest franchises of all time mario are games i usually really enjoy but i mean after really after five i didn't feel the need to rank anymore even past that so um 
I think that's fine. So we'll go through our lists. We'll kind of talk about each game and uh, we'll just, just get into some good Mario stuff. So you don't have a number five, so I guess I should start with yeah. my number five. <laughs> so my number five, and then again, if it's on your list, you can just let me know, is Super Mario Brothers 3 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Is that on your list? Yeah, wait, for the Nintendo Entertainment System? For the NES? Yes. Um, okay, it is, but <laughs> I like right now? <laughs> I liked it. Okay, I obviously... It's like, on your list, yes it is. or no. It is on my list. Shut up. Go first. Okay. I will explain why it's whatever. Okay. Well, okay. Well, so... <laughs> One of my favorite things about this game isn't the game itself. It's how it was kind of announced to the world. Do you remember how it was kind of first shown? I don't because I was like a freaking baby when it was out. No, I was like three, so I don't remember. You're a year older than I am, <laughs> so I, I remember. So, okay. Anyway, well, it was announced in the movie The Wizard with Fred Savage. Did you see? Have you seen that movie? No, I haven't seen The Wizard. Oh my God! What's wrong with you? Again, that I was like an infant. I was an infant. Okay, you're allowed to watch things after they come out. <laughs> you're not. There's not a barrier once you're bored to not go back. <laughs> if that was the case, I never would have seen The Karate Kid, and I'd be a lesser human for it. Okay. Well. Anyway, because The Karate Kid was '84 and I was born in '85. Irrelevant. It doesn't matter. So. But well, we're going to talk about the wizard before I get into Mario, because you you owe Fred Savage that. Oh so the wizard is fantastic, and I actually watched it a few months ago with my wife again, and it holds up. It's a great eighties movie. I doubt it. I doubt it holds up. Shut your face! <laughs> the movie's so good. But anyway, so ultimately, the end of the movie, you, these kids are going across country. They're somehow like hustling grownups who are like at at bars in the middle of the day who just play video games for money with kids which is weird but it's fantastic so they get to like the nintendo championships and and they're playing the nintendo championships and the game they have to play in the last round is super mario brothers 3 and no one had seen the game up to that point that's how they first dropped this game there was no trailers it was just in this movie that's cool, Jose. That is, no, that is cool. That's badass. That's, I mean, yeah, with no internet back in the day. Yeah, I mean, this this is a good way to market a game or announce a game. That okay. is cool. So that's all I wanted to say about The Wizard other than it's on HBO Max. So if you have HBO, go watch it. It's, it's a wonderful movie. It still holds up. But let's talk about the game itself, Super Mario Brothers 3. Yes. So I think this is a lot of people's favorite Mario game. Um, obviously, it's not mine. It's number five on my list. But um Obviously, at the time, it was just so cool because you had the different suits you could wear. You know, had the Tanuki suit and all this stuff. You could fly. It just kind of took Mario to the next level. Um, and then I remember this one had secrets, which was exciting, getting the whistles and stuff. And just it's just a super awesome game. It's just, I guess for me, it's it's a really hard game. I don't think I've ever actually beaten it. I've gotten to the eighth world many times, but I don't think I ever actually beat it. I'll probably have to play Super Mario All-Stars on the Switch so I can rewind and cheat to actually get through the game. Yeah. Um, but it's... I just remember how cool it was, the, the main world map. There was, like, the mini games. You go in the little Toad House, and you're doing, like, that match game. It was just so cool, all the different stuff you're doing besides just playing Mario levels. So it just felt like such a leap from the original and then the weird Mario 2. Um, but... Um, where is this on your list? And try to explain what is wrong with you and why you couldn't say yes or no. <laughs> um, it's four. It's it's okay. good, but I like the um, 
like obviously I played it when I was like a little kid um, in the 80s uh, on the NES, but I think I enjoyed it when I was a little older on the SNES on the All-Stars collection. Okay. So, yeah. It's on That's there. why it's you were confused by what system. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, "Wait, did he say SNES or NES?" But no, I, I, it's yeah. So it's number four for the SNES All Stars All Stars Collection. I just liked that it was like, I guess, uh, updated, you know? Right with the newer graphics. Yeah, I gotcha. That's fair. Um, but it is. It's an excellent Mario game. Right, and really, just one of the coolest themes for like a world was the kind of giant bosses like not bosses the giant enemies yeah the world four i want to say where like all the goombas and things are just like huge and you're just tiny little mario man running around that's pretty fantastic good job by them (laughs) okay so your number five is nothing because you couldn't think of anything (laughs) so and your number four is mario three which we just talked about yeah is there anything else you want to say about mario three before i go into my number four i do not okay Go watch The Wizard. All right. <laughs> uh, so, number four, I have Super Mario 64. What? In one word or less, is this on your list? It's on my list. Okay. That's all I needed. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So, Mario 64, I mean, I don't think we can stress how revolutionary the game was when it came out. Going from 2D to 3D, just in general, this was, you know, the Nintendo 64 3d console was just an insane leap you know it's it's funny how the console generations now are just what better graphics better power better frame rate and performance but back then this was like a going from super nintendo to nintendo 64 this was a fucking leap this yeah. was just a totally different way to play games for better and worse because i think this generation probably holds up the worst out of any except maybe like the atari but um these games, some of these games are rough from yeah. the N64 age, but um, just the, the 3D platforming, Mario could talk, which was fun. They had that weird title screen where you could play with his face. Yeah. I don't know what the <laughs> point of that was, but it was definitely fun to do. Yeah. Um, but it was just so cool just being able to run freely, doing the double and triple jumps and the slide and flying and just here's this big world, you know, go find the stars, do these special things to get this and in just the showdown with Bowser where you're grabbing his tail and throwing him yep. was so cool when you were like a you know an eight-year-old kid or whatever when this thing came out so that it's it's a fantastic game uh, again I, not enough for me to want to get the 3d all-stars game apparently but um, I just remember playing hours and hours of this game and playing it I remember playing it in the store and being like oh my god I need to have a Nintendo 64 this game needs to be in my life forever oh 100 percent for sure <laughs> Where is this on? Well, you don't say where it is on your list, but you can talk about the game, I guess, at this point. Yeah. No, I agree with everything you said. Um, It's definitely revolutionary. Um, Love the open 3D world. I mean, it just, it really like blew my mind. Like, okay, because I I had a a Super Nintendo, played that to death, played Zelda, played Mario. I mean, I, I was, I played the SNES all the time. And then when we got the 64 and then got Mario, it was like, whoa whoa wait wait you know so um it, it was just all that i guess it was just like the added freedom it just like blew me away like this is where games are um you know it just it was crazy and then i guess playing like zelda after that or before i don't remember where but that's how i felt with zelda as well so yeah mario it was it was more of like just here's the castle 
here you go have fun and it was like quick and easy to learn right so it's like obviously the door oh you need three stars oh, i don't have three stars i go in here and just keep jumping in until i get all these stars and there was no like it wasn't like a difficult concept to grab or to grasp in this game i think fun is the key word there they basically yeah. just said here's this big open area go nuts you're not even in the castle yet yeah go climb a tree and yep. do a flip over it um and then just jumping into the paintings, again, being in this big open world, you know, you'd have like a vague, you know, sentence above the star and you have to figure out well, what does that mean? How do I have to get this star? And yeah. then you just kind of go in and try to figure it out that way. It was just, it was just so cool. When you compare it to original 2D Mario where it's like, well, run to the right until you get to the end. This is like, you know, wide open, go wherever you want, just have a blast. And controlling him was so much fun at the time, just with the dub the backflips, the jump, the butt slam, just yeah. everything. It was, it was so good. Um, yeah. Oh, so good. Great music too. <laughs> yeah. Game. Yeah. Very no, for great sure. The music, music was good too. And then you also had the, that was good too. <laughs> it was. Oh, fantastic game. Anything else on Mario 64? No, you covered it. Okay, great. Well, let's go to your number three. What's your number three, Mario? My number three, it's Galaxy. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's my number three as well. Whoa. <laughs> <Twinsies>. <laughs> um, no, I, I just, uh, Mario, uh, like I said earlier, I didn't finish it, but, and that's why I got, that's kind of why I got this collection to play Sunshine and Galaxy um, all the way mm-hmm. through. Uh, Galaxy is just so badass. Um, I don't really get motion sick with this game, and I know you can very easily, uh, okay. but I think it really showcased like the Wii Remote at the time. It wasn't like, um, what do I want to say? It wasn't like over, you're not over uh, extending yourself like with the motions, right? The motions are like super subtle, and okay. I feel like that is, I, I, f- I feel like Mario Galaxy nailed what the Wii Remote could do. You right, know. if that makes sense. Right, I gotcha. I just, I remember, this is one of the few Mario games I've 100%ed. I got everything you could get oh, wow. in the game. You get stars, right? You get stars uh, in that game? You get something. It's been a while since I've, oh, I haven't yeah, played it. Oh yeah, I think you like get the little stars, college. right? With the little circles on the end? Yeah, the okay. Points. So, yeah, so there's like 100 and something stars. I just remember playing it being like, I'm going to get every single one of these. And I did, and it was so satisfying. It's, it's, it is difficult at times. I think the main kind of game is relatively easy, but some of those extra stars can get really complicated and really yeah. difficult. But man, it to your point, it's just so fun to play that game. It's so cool how you're kind of like going around these spheres of planets to platform and you're shooting just you're just flying through the air, you're going all over the place. It's just it was just it's just such a fun game. It's yeah. so cool. It's so impressive at the time too when I remember when it came out on the Wii, it was just it was mind blowing. Not quite you know 64 revolutionary but it was also just like well here's this totally different way to play a 3d mario game and it just took it to a whole other level it was just so creative how they're using kind of going around the sphere and stuff yeah and i think i liked i i think it 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 it, it, um it showed what you can do without having hd graphics because obviously the xbox and playstation were saying like look this is all hd now but nintendo was still like no we're not doing hd for the wii uh here's Mario instead, you know? And it still was like, whoa, like this is, you know, we're not, it's not all about 
the best looking game. You know, you can still have fun and new things can still be done. Um, you know, we're just like just going in a completely different direction. So I thought that was kind of right. cool. No, for sure. And it still looked good. It just wasn't, mm-hmm. to your point, like crazy next-gen graphics. But the game still looks great. It was, again, all these, th- specifically the 3D Mario games, they're just fun. They're just a joy to play. It just, it's like a sandbox. You just go in and just have a ball, have crazy fun, tight platforming, and, uh, you know, get different suits. This one had like the weird bee suit where you're flying around. Yeah, that's right. Um, but it's, oh, it's such a great game. Such a great game. And again, like, I did finish it, but like I, I don't always have the urge to get every single thing. I don't think I've, I didn't get all the stars in '64. I didn't get all the moons in Odyssey because there's like 900 of them. But this one, I was like, man, I just want to play every single corner of this game, and it's going to be worth it every time. And it'd be great if I could do that a second time in Galaxy 2. But Nintendo just said no. They punched me in the nuts and they walked away. <laughs> And that's why I won't get your collection, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, definitely a weird like <laughs> omission um, to not include that game, but maybe they will later on separately or something. I think a lot of people like it more than the first Galaxy. That's what it I has hear. Yoshi. Yeah. So it'd be great if I could fucking play. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's so it's such a weird omission. It is. I just I hopefully I mean now they'd have to release it by itself, and now it'll probably be sixty dollars, and I'll have to pay sixty dollars for it, but. Oh, well, whatever. What can you do? But no, Galaxy is fantastic. Also my number three. So let's go to your number two. Mario 64. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Just already talked about it. So that's fair. It's cool. It's It's a good game. Yes, it is. So my number two is Super Mario Odyssey. I knew it. (laughs) A game that (laughs) we talked about in our games of a generation because it was in there somewhere for me in the top 10 um again just a blast to play i recently replayed all of it and man it's just going to a new world and just running around getting the random moons moons dressing mario up in all those crazy outfits was super fun way more satisfying than it should have been it's just a fun fucking game that's all there is to it it's just a blast to play so it's my favorite 3d mario that's why it's number two on the list and i think it's that's another reason why I feel like it'd be hard to go back to Mario 64 just because all the moves in 64 are in Odyssey and then some. And yeah. it's just the, the 3D platform is just, just – it's just like top of the line. I think it'd be hard to go back to 64. I could be wrong on that because I'm sure 64 is still a blast. But that was one reason it just seemed like it'd be hard to go back. But <laughs> Mario Odyssey, number two, boom. Nice. Mario so. Odyssey is my number one. Um, it is definitely my favorite Mario game for sure Um, like the costumes freaking genius right that was so much fun getting all these different costumes different suits I love like the little 2D sections I wish there were more of them Um, the worlds were cool and then the game looks freaking excellent Um, I just I loved it. It, it it was I had so much fun playing it loved it um, and then I lent it to my nephew who lost it. So awesome. Wow. I can't believe you let him on the podcast after that. <laughs> little six year old punk. <laughs> oh, how weird is it that the best part of Mario Gal- or Odyssey is the 2D section? It's, it's so good. It's so satisfying it when good. you go to the 2D. It's so good. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I, I can't, 
I can't stress enough how fun it was just seeing a new outfit in a new world and being like, oh, I got to get that. Let me dress up now. And you could just mix and match. Yep. It's it's such a silly idea, but it's so satisfying yeah. to be a tuxedo Mario running around New Dong <laughs> City or yeah. get like a backwards hat and a bathing suit Mario running through the beaches or in like the cold area. Oh, my God. No, I want to play so, that game. Damn I know. It, it was... It was so fun going back to that. And then there's a couple really standout parts, I thought. So there's the one part where, like, you fight that crazy badass dragon. Yeah. Do you remember that boss battle? That was really awesome. And then, obviously, probably the highlight of the game is that scene in New Donk City where there's, like, the the mayor is singing and you're kind of going through the Donkey Kong 2D stuff. Yeah, that was so much fun. Dude. That was was so good. (laughs) So good. It is a good Uh, game. Man, so that's your number one. That's yep. I'm okay with that. I definitely, I definitely sure. agree with that. But oh god, great, great game. If only your nephew hadn't lost it. <laughs> oh, so this is interesting. So my number one, which isn't on your list at all, and I, I need you to explain why. Super mm-hmm. Mario World on the Super Nintendo. Oh, you know what? That should have been on my list. Damn it. Oh my god. What is you could think of five games. <laughs> no, okay, it's a it's a bonus. It's <laughs> it's a oh it's a bonus god. on my list. No, it is. Uh, god, Super Mario World was freaking amazing. So I'm going to allow you to put it in your list now. What number would that be at? Let me pull my list. Let me look at my long list. My long list of four games. <laughs> um you know what? I would <laughs> slot that in number four and bump Mario three to five. Okay, number yeah. four. Okay, cool. All right, well, let's talk about this game now. So I think this is, for me, this is the best platformer ever made. Um, it's good, yeah. After the, uh, yeah, it's the best platformer ever made. It's so, so good. And I just think the world map and the art style is so cool. Jumping, going from like Mario 3 to the Super Nintendo Mario World graphics really was like a crazy leap for me i think the style is just so perfect it holds up today it still looks gorgeous um at the time i didn't know this at the time really until probably i don't know maybe like college i didn't realize this where how the color of the level like tells you if there's a secret exit or not what what i'm talking about so you know the levels on the main map they're like circles yeah 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 and it's like red or yellow yeah so if it's yellow it's just there's only one exit if it's red there's multiple exits what I you didn't no, know that <laughs> did not know that right see i didn't know that until well it's been a long time now but until like around college but yeah if it's a red circle it tell that's the way of game saying oh there's multiple exits out of here what? how cool is that that is badass <laughs> God, it was, it, the game is just so cool with ideas like that. The secret, there's so many secrets in that game. Unlocking the Star World is so satisfying. Yep. Getting to the really crazy levels like Tubular and all that stuff. Those levels are fucking hard, but they're so fun to play. I've played through that game. I can't count how many times. It's it's such a great game. Um, and again, just I think the best. I think the coolest thing about it for me is just the secrets. Again, there's. There's multiple eggs that you have to try to figure out. Um, this was, again, before like the internet and everything, so you're just trying to figure out by playing through it. The different switch, colored switch you have to unlock to get access to other places. Yeah. It was just, that game is unreal. And then, obviously, the introduction of Yoshi as a mount was like so cool. For you could sure. eat everything, platforming. You could fly again. It was just, oh, that Love is the, the pinnacle of Mario. Oh, the cape is so good. You can, like, oh, it's a great game. It's, it's <laughs> it so is. good. But, um yeah, that's definitely my number one for sure. I think that game is perfect. It's a perfect game. 
Yeah, I agree. It is good. It is a it is a good two D Mario game for sure. Yeah, and so this is a little side tangent with platformers. So that's not my favorite platformer, as good as it is. Hmm. We're gonna give a shout out here. A game that's now currently on the Switch online system, Donkey Kong Country hmm. Two, baby. Hmm. Come at me, Jose. That game is fantastic. Have you played that game? Yes, I've played it, and I don't like it. Oh my it's okay. god! It's okay. I mean, I your don't... tone and your derision is <laughs> sickening. <laughs> I don't it's care okay. for it one bit. Oh my god! If I ha- if I was in the room with you and I had a white glove, I would slap you and challenge you to a duel. <laughs> this it's game okay. is fantastic. It's not okay. It's fantastic. I've been playing it recently. It still holds up. It's a beautiful game. Oh my goodness! Another good thing about that game is the secrets, getting the hidden DKs, the secret yeah. levels, dude. The mounts in that game, the rhino. Come on, man. That game. No, yeah, then the, the like, rhino. Oh, the uh, what is it? The marlin. The swordfish. The swordfish. Yeah. yeah. Dude, and then the the like theme park roller coaster levels instead of the minecart levels. Come it, on, Jose. I mean, it's good. It just I don't know. I it's hard for me to go back to to some of these games. Oh man, so. that game holds up. So I've been playing that. When I'm not playing Hades, I'm playing Donkey Kong Country 2 right now, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry that you had to experience that, but I'm also not because that game is the best. So that is my favorite platformer. I oh. like that even more than Super Mario World, which is crazy because Super Mario World is a better game. That is crazy, and I love it. But getting the hidden DKs, another cool little twist at the end of that game when you beat it. Did you ever beat that game? Hell no. I know. You don't beat anything. That's okay. <laughs> when you beat the game at the end, it counts how many hidden DKs. There's a hidden DK in every level, and it counts how many you find. But what's, what I thought was really cool at the time, maybe it's not as cool as I think it was, is there was like a like a Hall of Fame that they had for the game for collecting like all, a certain amount of DKs. And I think one was like Cranky Kong. Another one was Link. And then another one was like Mario. Oh, wow. So they're just like in the game showing how many DKs they collected. That was very cool. That was cool. That's all I wanted to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> but so real quick on Mario, just again, I didn't play Galaxy 2. I never played Super Mario 3D World, which is coming out next year to the Switch. I will definitely be buying that one. Did you play that one? I did. I I, I did enjoy that one. Um, It was good. I finished it. I mean, oh, I don't... I don't know if I want to get it again, but I do want that extra content. But I feel like you're gonna to have to buy the full game to get the oh, extra definitely. content. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you so. are the Bowser content. Yeah. No, for sure. We all know you're gonna buy it. Don't even pretend like you're not. I, know. I probably will. Um, it was good. I'll definitely be buying that one because I, I want to give that one a whirl because I've heard good things. Yeah, and then it was a good I, one. obviously neither of us had any new Super Mario games on the list. I think those games are just kind of dull. They're not like they're just they're fine 2D platformers. There's nothing special about them. I just don't really feel. I, I got the one on the Switch and I Me played too. it with my wife and we had fun, but that's it. I mean, yeah, I it feels like know, it's like lacking a soul or whatever. It's just like, yeah, okay, here it is, 2D Mario, but it's not. I mean, it is, but it's like there's something about it. It's just it's missing something. Right. It's the part of it's probably the the ugly art style. <laughs> it needs um, to be ugly. Another part is again, I just ever since Super Mario World, I don't think any 2D Mario has ever come back to that fun of a game with the secrets and everything like yeah. in those new ones you're, you're finding big coins okay <laughs> that's it yeah, there's a couple it's... big coins in the level it's just not the same as super mario world so no. that's how i feel about that but so i think the most important takeaways from this episode jose donkey kong country 2 for life sure 
Go watch The Wizard <laughs> on HBO Max right now and go play Hades. Yes, definitely go play Hades. I can back that. I said other things too. You want to back those up? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Fred Savage judges you. So does Christian Slater. <laughs> There's a scene where they're playing the old Ninja Turtles game. There's a scene with the power glove. Oh, and no. And this kid's rocking the power glove. Okay. I might have to check out that movie just for that. And that kid with the power glove is like a Nintendo bully. Dude, <laughs> this movie's great. It's got everything you could ever want. All right. All right. Okay. So maybe I'll check it out. There's also like this guy that's trying to find them. And he like does a lot of really excessive stuff that was okay in the 80s, but probably isn't okay now. So, so the, the movie doesn't hold up. The movie holds up perfectly. It's just it's scary '80s stuff where grown grown adults were doing weird things trying to get children. That's all the that's all you need to know. Hmm. No gross stuff, just <laughs> just child endangerment stuff. They go to Universal Studios. There's a scene where they're running through King Kong. What what's not great about this movie? Okay, all right, right. Say bye. We're out. Can we turn this into a wizard podcast? I have more thoughts. <laughs> Next episode, <laughs> okay. we can break down wizard. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm done. That's all I have. <laughs> I'll let you side us off. Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, you can follow us, Outrun GC, on Instagram and Twitter. Bye, Akon Dios. Bye. Bye.